Hello and welcome to The Hearts Review with me, Ross McLeod and Gordon Senior. This week we're joined by our new guest, Sarah, to review the Derby win at Easter Road and Motherwell on Saturday, preview Simmering on Wednesday and Livingston on Sunday, and continue to pick the subs and manager for our banter living. How are we this week, guys? Very well, Ross. Very well. How's yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'd like to introduce Sarah, our uh, our new guest. Hello. You looking forward to this, Sarah? Yes, I am. A bit nervous. It's my first one. Well, well, I'm sh- I'm sure you'll be fine with us. <laughs> We're going to start um, with reviewing the Hibs game from Wednesday night, Tuesday night. Tuesday, Tuesday night, Ross. Tuesday come night. on now. What a week it's been. Put yourself a presenter. <laughs> What a win. What, what a win indeed. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, there was something in the air, I thought, when we were walking up to Easter Road before the game, um, which is, I don't know, it's something about midweek games sometimes. Yeah. Big midweek games that, that you just think, I think we were, we were having a pint in the, in the, before we decided to head to the ground and I said to you, 3-0 hearts tonight. And um, <laughs> we just kind of looked at each other and was like, nah, nah, no chance. And then Washington yep. sticks a third in. It was like, I told you, <laughs> I could see it coming. Um, but no, I, I thought they were they were excellent. I think they they had to go into the game, kind of set up similar to to the way they did in yep. the Rangers game, and they done that. And, and credit to Stendhal, I thought he he got the, I mean, to leave Naismith your captain out, um, is a big call. And and I thought Washington was fantastic. I thought he led the line very well. The energy that he gave as well was was fantastic. I thought Moore on the wing was brilliant. Um, to to a man, you know, I can't really fault any of them to be honest with you. Um, and to come come Easter Road, um, when again they thought that they would just turn up and and do us over, you just have to think to yourself, when will they learn? And um, <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was a good performance, and I think it goes down as maybe one of my my favourite derbies. It, it was a completely gutless performance off Hibs, which you don't usually get off them. Over the past few years, yeah, it was it was the old Hibs I thought yeah, that were back, yeah. which is, is great to see. Um, yeah, listen, I, I thought the way Hibs set up it kind of played in Hearts' hands, and um, you know a lot of people have said that, that Jack Ross is the type of manager that doesn't really have a plan B, and I think you've seen that um, effectively when when it, when Allen wasn't getting on the ball enough, and you know they weren't able to get in behind Hearts. I only remember them really getting behind Hearts once when Doyich missed that header, yeah. um, that's the only kind of clear cut opportunity I think Hibs had. Um, when when they, they they weren't able to find those balls, it meant that he just stuck another winger on and thought, well, you know, we'll just we'll just play it wide and and try and um kind of stretch the game. And again, Hearts dealt with it very comfortably. Um, so it shows there's a bit of character in there. And credit to to Bosnich and Demur in the middle of the park as well. I thought they dealt they dealt with Scott Allen uh, very very well. I don't really think there's much more to add. Um, I think Gordon's kind of covered everything. Um, I think before. <laughs> That's why people. That's why. That's why they listen to me. <laughs> no, I think. Don't make his head any bigger, Sarah. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I think um, before the game, just with conversations that I'd had with people, um, I think a lot of the pressure was on Hibs to obviously come out with a big performance and have failed. Um, and then when I saw that Naismith was on the bench, I kind of thought, mm, not too sure yeah. about this. Um, but it's paid off, and it was a big three points for us. Massive, and I think um, Gordon was saying there was a, there was a sort of air to the place. I I actually thought we were going to win. I, I didn't have any doubts that we weren't going to win on 
Tuesday, not Wednesday. I suppose Wednesday. it's a bit like walking into the Rangers game. You kind of knew. Um, yeah, yeah. It was that thing. Feeling. But we've only we've only picked up points against Rangers and Hibs this season. What is that? Why is that? I don't know. I mean, I think um, I think there's there's a lot of big game players in that Hearts team, um, which is no excuse for them not to turn up in the the smaller games to an extent. But um, I think they they thrive on the atmosphere and. and I don't know what it is. It's, it, is. it is a weird one, isn't it? Um, which I think is, you know, you can almost question their professionalism then if that's the case, that they only get up for, for big games. It was the same last season to an extent as well. Yeah, you know, they played yeah. very well against Celtic and uh, over the, the three games at Tynecastle and, well, the two games at Tynecastle in the cup final. And you think, well, you know, if if you're turning up in these games but then you're going and losing 5-0 at Livingston and things like that, it's just, uh, you, you kind of get your head around it sometimes. But, um uh, I suppose what would you, would you rather go and beat Hibs at East Road or beat Motherwell at home I think you would take the Hibs result every day of the week wouldn't you of course you would results didn't really go our way though I mean if we'd got beat off Hibs then you know it really would have been a bad situation Hamilton go we would go and beat Hibs and then Hamilton go to Ibrox and win it's yeah. just our luck, isn't it? Um, it, it is our luck because I think we we jokingly said that. Yeah, we did. Um, we said watch Hamilton go and win Ibrox tomorrow, but I don't think anybody believed that would happen. <laughs> um, credit to Hamilton, to be honest with you, they've got two fantastic results. I think to, to obviously go to Ibrox for any team and win one 0 is, is a, a tremendous achievement. Um, but then to beat Kilmarnock with ten men as well just shows that they've got a bit about them, Hamilton. And every time I've seen them play Hearts this season, they're not a bad team. I don't think they're the worst team we've faced this season. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, you know, in terms of Hamilton, they've, they've, they've got a chance. They've got very good chance. They've got momentum with them at the moment. Um, but I wouldn't... I mean, a lot of people are, are throwing the toys at the pram sort of thing and getting worried over... I think you've, you've, got, to, you've got to look at it in context. Hearts played very well um, on, on Tuesday there. Got a great result away from home. Yeah, fair, enough, fair play to Hamilton. They've went and got a result as well. But at the end of the day, Hearts have still got to play them again. It's still in yeah. Hearts' hands. I think we've only lost um, two or something of our, our last, I think, since the, the turn of the year there. Um, so, you know, we're, we're not in bad form ourselves. Yeah, it could be better, but it could be a hell of a lot worse. And I think just stick with the team, and um, and it's still in our own hands, I think. You know, Wednesday's obviously massive, but it's still, still in our own hands. I, w- I wouldn't get too worried about what other teams are doing just yet. Positivity, Gordon. This is fantastic to hear. Well, for th- this is what do you mean for once? I think I'm the most positive person on this podcast. I think I'd, uh, I'm very disappointed that you suggest otherwise. <laughs> and of course, Motherwell yesterday, um, a one-one draw. Mistakes made for Motherwell's goal, but we got back. I, I was I was hearing that for a lot of people that you know they were very disappointed to come away with the draw. Yeah, I think won. they were, but I think we created enough chances to go on and actually win the game yesterday. Yep. Um, from what I'm hearing, Motherwell also had a penalty call, um, which I haven't seen back, so I'm not sure, but I think it was, judging yeah. by what I've heard. Um, but yeah, I think Halkett was at fault for the goal, and then obviously Zamal didn't cover himself in glory. Yes, Zamal. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but, but then he makes a, a superb save um, near the end of the game. Um, so, sort of, does it cancel it out? I mean, if he doesn't make that save, then he makes a mistake. You know, it's one of these things. It's what you're going to get with our banter goalie. Yeah, I blame him fully for the goal. Um, <laughs> obviously, Alcott doesn't cover himself in glory, but 
uh, for me is Lamal. He makes up the, the striker's mind. Um, just, just If you're going to come out and fully commit yourself, then fine. Come out and fully commit. Because, listen, even if he does wipe long out, and I don't know if he would have been sent off. It might have been. Or he wins the ball. You know, you think to yourself, well, great. You know, your defender put yourself in that, that yeah, bother. Yeah, but yeah. effectively, it's his fault for the goal. Yeah, um, why is he coming out? Well, just come out, commit yourself. Yeah. And then even then, it means that Halkett can maybe, you know, try and try and get back on the line and maybe get a better position. Because he does get back. But the, the, the long just puts it through his legs. Um, on the penalty, yeah, that, that was a penalty. I mean, I, I was at the other end of the ground and I could see it was a pen straight yeah. away. Um, so we got away with one there. Um, I thought the performance was decent. To be honest with you, I thought you know if 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 you take away the the Motherwell goal and the whole situation with that goal, and you look at that that first half performance, you you'd be quite happy with it. You'd be pretty content. I thought Hearts were were decent enough on the ball. Um, they were trying to they huffed and puffed, couldn't really create anything clear cut. But I was still pretty content with the the way they were playing. Um, second half they they upped the tempo a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, scored a good scored a good goal. Um. And you just felt if they had that little bit more sort of, if they're a little bit more clinical, they would have won the game. You know, Naismith misses a glorious Naismith opportunity in the last chance, minute, yeah. and Boyce as well missed a really good, a good opportunity. So it hit off his yeah, yeah, came at him quite yeah. quickly. I, I don't know if he was trying to maybe like you know kind of back heel into the net <laughs> or something. I don't know what he was doing there, but <laughs> things you don't do in a relegation yeah, battle. Yeah, totally. He got himself. I think just. Um, yeah, I've not seen it back, but I mean, certainly from what I remember at the time, I think he maybe just, you know, got got caught, got caught in two minds what he wanted to do with it, and um, you would expect a player that experience and that quality to put that away. Um, so it's disappointing, but um, I think if you'd, you've got to remember Motherwell are a good side. You know, they're, they're they are a decent side. They're third in the league, well they weren't anyway. Um, they're Fourth battling for year. Europe. They're, they're a team that had just spanked Ross County midweek. Yeah. They they were in you know a lot of confidence going into and this of course game. They've, they've won. They've, they've won, won here big pretty grounds as and well. They've, well. They've won at Castle. They've won at yeah. They are a good team. They are absolutely, and I thought Hearts were more than a match for them. And I think the way they set up as well, I thought um, it looked like they were coming for a draw. I'll no, be honest with you. Totally. I was surprised at Robinson's comments. Well, didn't I, sort of, I sort of heard Robinson's comments on um, after the game, and he sort of said, you know, we came here to get an early goal. Mm-hmm. could have maybe got a second and then we'd, we'd hit them on the break that's that's always the plan at yeah, Castle yeah. for any team coming here so yeah I, I totally agree that's kind of how teams have done it but they've obviously they've exploited our they've been more ambitious I think I think now Hearts have sorted themselves out defensively it is more difficult for teams to do that but we can't keep gifting goals away no, like, no. like you give goals like that and you will go down yeah, a hundred percent. But I think I think the way that they played overall, I think, was a decent performance. And on another day, you probably win that game. I think if you're not in a relegation battle, and that's just a normal kind of you know mid-table clash or whatever, or you're going for Europe, you probably get the break and you probably end up winning those games. But I wouldn't be too disappointed uh, about the draw in the grand scheme of things. I think we'll we'll take it and and move on to Wednesday. And where's where's your luck as well with with Hamilton getting another three points? The th- the thing is. With the relegation battle, now Ross County are in it if we do win against St Mirren. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, Ross County are in a bit free fall at the moment. Um, and obviously they, they lost midweek to Motherwell there. Um, probably unlucky against Rangers yeah, uh, yeah. today. Um, the Rangers are rubbish yeah they, they absolutely are. It's almost like they're trying to get revenge on us yeah, for yeah. putting them in the cup. <laughs> What's just relegation? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. um, 
Yeah, the R- Ross County. I think they're catchable, and the fact that they come to Tencastle in a couple of weeks as well. Yeah. I think um, the, the fact that we are playing these teams. I think there's three games before the the yeah. split. Um, and we've got what you know St Mirren. Obviously, that takes care yeah. of itself. This game, big Smirin, huge six pointer. Ross County, Aberdeen. Yeah. So I mean, y- you look at the home game, Ross County. If you can take six points out of the the St Mirren game and then the the Ross County game. And then see see how we do against Livingston and Aberdeen, but um, you know our waveform isn't great. There are grounds that recently we've struggled to get results at. So I think it just shows you Wednesday is is absolutely massive. Wednesday is huge, and it's it's a ground that you know recent times we've not won at. Yeah, I think the last time we were there, um, well that I was there anyway, um, we got beat two 0 and it was <laughs> pretty pretty grim. Um, Hopefully now we've got a bit of confidence back. Um, yep. We can maybe go on and get the three points on Wednesday. You're hoping. Um, mm-hmm. Some are they're a bit hot and cold. Yeah. Aren't they? Um, so hopefully if we can kick on from there, get three points there, pick up something at Livingston, that would be ideal. Um, I'm not sure though. Livingston are a bit of a um, <laughs> bogey team. <laughs> I mean, even oh, when Celtic were there, they were struggling, so you, d- you don't know. I'm just hoping it's not another embarrassing 5-0 <laughs> defeat for us. That plastic pitch does help Livingston, though. They always win. They, they always seem to get results in the plastic pitch. Yeah, because they're accustomed on, on how to play yeah. on it. And, um, you know, it's probably not even the best plastic pitch that, that there is. Not that I think there's good I plastic pitch. it's the pitches. lowest regulation plastic pitch, but it's allowed in our league for some reason. I know. I'm not. I'm not blaming the, the system yeah. or anything. I mean, I think it just shows you when when Neil Lennon's happy with a point away yeah. at Livingston, just how good they are at home. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They're they're a good side. They they really are. They they do. They know what they're good at and they they, they do it well. Um. So that that again will be a a really really tough game for us. Um. But just got to get Wednesday out of the road first. You know that 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 for me is 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 probably our biggest game of the season now. Um, if you lose that one, you think all oh, the good work that they've done over the last three, four weeks just kind of goes down the toilet again. So, listen, approach it a similar manner that, that how we have in, in recent games. Go there and hopefully, you know, when we get our opportunities, because we will get opportunities, St Mirren are, are pretty poor defensively, mm-hmm. um, you're going to take them. Simple as that. Oof. Hearts and taking opportunities. It's not something we've done this season. No, it's not. It's not. But listen, we'll be backed by a big crowd. You know, it's midweek yeah. again. I mean, both will probably there. be backed by a big crowd. So hopefully, yeah. Ho- as you say, six points would be ideal. If we can pick up four in the position we're in, depending on the results, I think that's quite good. I think what what's yeah. key is getting the win against Tibbin because then you 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 completely cut the, mm-hmm. the gap and then it becomes a four. Basically, four teams are all yeah. in the fight. The the good thing about the split is. You are playing everyone around you, and yeah. it's not the case that you've got to go and play Celtic and Rangers twice, and yeah. you're playing everybody around you, and 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 hopefully the the kind of the split will be kind yeah. to us. But um, then there is issues with that as well, with the likes of you know whoever makes seventh, but is sort of in their own sort of cluster. You know what I mean? Who who gets not quite sick, but seventh like St Johnston or Kilmarnock, are they not in going for top six? Well, it could be yeah. Hibs. Could be Hibs. That's what I mean. I, mean. I think but the I'm gap between th- is, it, is it a point now or something? Yeah, it's a point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm saying one of those three, they'll obviously be out the relegation battle. They really have nothing to play for. So yeah. really, those games, you kind of maybe don't want it to be Hibs because obviously it's the derby. Absolutely. Right, that, added, it, that yeah. added thing. You kind of maybe want a team that's just going to play the kids. 
Yeah, I mean, I think a record that uh, Mc, the, well, I think is it Tincastle they'll have to come to. I'll be Tincastle St Johnson yeah. have to come to. So that's a game that you'd be targeting three points from. Um, I mean, you'd be targeting three points from. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you you want to you want to win every single game down there, but I mean, the fact that you know our kind of our closest rivals in that bottom three. Um, St Birren would be the only ones coming to Tynecastle. You would have to go to Hamilton and Ross County, yeah. Um, which will be you know two tough games. So you kind of hope to yourself that maybe there's a wee turn in there for you. Um, because I think I I don't know how how many I think home three. I'm sure we are because the last because few years. Two last time. Yeah, so the last few years we've kind of been sort of uh, wrongly uh, shafted in in that term. So ho- hopefully. Um, we could maybe play one of the teams that, that we were meant to have played away from home at home. Um, or maybe not, because we've been crap at home, so <laughs> maybe it'd be quite a good thing playing one of them away. Um, you spoke a lot, Gordon, I have to say. That's the usual. Well, it's, I'm <laughs> just, you know, fulfilling what the fans want. Yep. Yeah. Good for you. Um, good for them. <laughs> um going to move on banner team we've already picked the 11 and now this week we're going to pick the subs and the manager don't think the manager is going to be very difficult I don't know like we've had some absolute donkeys in charge <laughs> over the past 10 years <laughs> but we're going to go for subs first so obviously we've got Zamal in as our banter goalkeeper um, I think Jack Hamlin's got to be the, the sub goalie hasn't he really I, mean, I don't I mean, think there's I mean, he did come close. Well, he came very close to getting the starting the, the number one jersey, but um, I think I think he definitely gets under the bench. See, I, I Pereira Pereira's gave him a good shout Pereira. this season, though. Yeah, but I would I, I would definitely go for um for Jack Hamlin. Not not Peter Enkelman. No, I, it's listen. You you were going <laughs> on about this rule where they have to play a certain <laughs> but this amount is of the games. This is the subs. So what? <laughs> um. No, I, I still think for me, Jack, I mean, because Jack Hamilton's still, I mean, he'd probably get in Dundee's banter team as well, so, you know, it's, um, it'd be rude to leave him out of our one, because even you still watch him, I mean, thankfully, you know, he's he's not our problem anymore, but you, you sit and watch him on the telly and you, you still do have a chuckle. <laughs> Watched him in the Dundee Derby, two Dundee Derbies uh, this season, and he's made absolute errors in both of them, the Motherwell Cup game as well for Dundee, so... Um, for me, he's, he's a no-brainer. Opinion, Sarah? But, but who is our banter? We've already got our banter goalie, but who who would make it on the bench? Who would you want on our bench? Well, I don't think you can really complain with Jack Hamilton. Let's be serious here. <laughs> <laughs> Just for his, his time at Dundee or his mistakes at Hearts as well? His mistakes at Hearts as well, but I've seen him recently in the Dundee derbies as well and the Motherwell Cup game, as Gordon said, and <laughs> you are just grateful. <laughs> That, um, not that we've got amazing goalkeepers just now, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think um, there was a stat out though that Jack Hamilton had actually made more saves than uh, Joe Pereira in a Hearts jersey, believe it or not. Well, when you can't catch a ball, I don't think that's particularly hard. <laughs> well, that's the same for both of them, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, aye. Right, um, so it's quite unanimous. Jack Hamilton is on our bench as yeah, a goalkeeper. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, two defenders. We'll obviously pick seven subs, so two defenders. What are we going for? Are we going for a, a left back and a centre back, or are we going for uh, just I think the most banner? Yeah, I think in terms of centre backs, Connor Shaughnessy. 
Connor Shaughnessy. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'm throwing that in there, I think. Um, I just thought he, he, it was his slip last season again. Who, who, who were we playing again? But it was like, um, it was a midweek game. So who, Dundee? The Dundee. Aye, <laughs> like, literally one of the worst, the lowest points totals in like this league's history yeah. against a team that couldn't hit a barn door. Turned up to Tynecastle midweek and beat us two one. I think they were like fifteen to one to win the game, and he slipped and and they 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 came in and scored. Um, so just for that, I mean, but the fact he was he was brutal anyway. Turned up on low and everybody thought, yeah, good pedigree here, you know. Leeds United, he came from. Leeds United, yes. Um, and he was just absolutely terrible. I mean that that last six months just epitomised how miserable it was being a Hearts fan, and you know the fact <laughs> and that he the was following six months was just as good. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, that's why he's only on the bench. We've got we've got to have uh, Oshiniwa on this bench, surely. Yeah, it's a toss up between him and Fasco Rahenes, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, but, I mean, um, Rahenes is is the fact he went on to support Hibs. I don't really get oh. that. <laughs> I just I just don't get that. It's his, it's his it. bitterness like, towards yeah, yeah. Catherine Hearts. Yeah, I was just looking at his stats as well. Like he only made nine appearances for Hibs as well. So how did he become such a big Hibs fan? I just think to get it up, us. He just absolutely hated us. Eh? Um, it was I think every time Hibs and Hearts play, he just tweets like, yeah, "Come on, the high bees and all this." It's like it's a fake Hibs account. Just oh. going up fast, going ass. Yeah, he's just a wanker, really. And I remember as well, he was, he he, he was just constantly like things, like you know, from fans. If we'd got beat and they were, crit- you know, he he was still at Hearts, yeah, he was still yeah. an employee by Hearts, but he was sitting moaning. Um, you know, like if a fan would say, "Oh, Castro got his team selection wrong," or some, or Levine's done this and that, you would just see Fasco Ramirez likes this. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dick. But um. So yeah, is Oshaniwa gonna gonna get out this banter team completely? Or come on, he was he came with all this hype, marked Messi in the World Cup was the best thing since sliced bread, and he was terrible. Yeah, um, I feel sorry for wee John. You know, what I mean, I, I I thought he was, I did. You just look at his wee face, you just like, oh, but yeah, he was pish, awful, ah, brutal, awful. Aye. I mean, I think he's was his debut knowing his Motherwell or something like that. Uh, it was midweek and we won two 0 and everybody was oh this guy's good, eh? you know he looks decent. And then I think a couple of weeks later we played Inverness away from home on a Friday night and everybody was like Jesus Christ, <laughs> where'd you get him from? <laughs> oh yeah, I, I think um, I think he probably just gets there. Do you know what? Fasco Reyes doesn't deserve to get in our banner no, team because no, he's I, a prick. I, I, don't, I don't think he so. Des- no, I don't do think you know, he we're not even going to give him. Aye, we're, we're not even going to give him the satisfaction of being in it. So. For me, Juwan, yeah, he gets there. So, Oshaniwa and Hamilton are in. Hamilton are definitely in, aye. The banter. So, centre-back, Shaughnessy, Sarah, what, any, any banter centre-backs? You you weren't here for the, the initial thing, so you can give your opinion now. Well, I didn't really have time to prepare for this. <laughs> but, yeah, I think Shaughnessy would make my cut as well. Um Always, I don't know, I just always felt a bit nervous when I seen him on the ball as well. Um, not much more to add. Do you know, if Clever de Camona had these storming games um, against Hibs and Rangers, remember, he, 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 he would maybe be in there. But remember, um, it's, it's the banter team of the Tens. So the Jambo Soldier. Yeah, well, there you go, Jambo Soldier. Do you, know, you, could, you could even make arguments for Zal being in there as well, but he lifted the Scottish Cup, so... But then, oh, yeah, Zal... You know, you had obviously Ozturk in there as well. Um, I wouldn't say Ozturk was very banner. Um, he was a bit banner. 
Oh, just they love to just get the ball and just shoot. <laughs> you know, he was, like, he was just on these mazy no, runs. He hasn't true, even true. asked about defending true, half yeah, the yeah. time. He's that's just true. like, I'll get the, the ball. Shoot. The I shoot, I score. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Yeah. The funniest one about that was when um, he scored that goal at Easter Road and Alan Stubbs turned around and went, they'll never score a goal like that in his life again. Next week, he straight through overs. He scored, did he know... I scored against uh, in the 10 0 as well, like it's been beef. Similar, everybody's just whenever, like, shoot, just whenever, and bang. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever he got to the halfway line, he's like, shoot. <laughs> he's like, okay, I bang, there you go, go. Um, yeah, he was he was quite banished, but there was there was a few, you know. Um, I'm just trying to kind of remember the season when we were utter guff and, and seeing if there was any kind of centre halves. Because it was Alan Webster that kind of started the decade, wasn't it? Yeah. kind of centre half yeah. then Danny Wilson sort of came onto the scene with yeah, Webster Danny in that Wilson, cup yeah. final and then it was Brad McKay did Brad McKay make our banter 11? no no Jordan McGee made our banter mm, nah, Jordan McGee I don't think Brad McKay was that bad no he was alright Brad McKay I mean he wasn't he uh, his slip against for St Johnson against Hearts was was quite banter that was quite funny Um what a day that was yeah, first game 4-3. of the season um, fantastic yeah, that's a, I'm, just, I'm just trying to think. I mean, we didn't really have too many kind of bomb scares apart from the ones that we've sort of said. I think, yeah, I think you can make arguments for Dicamona, but I just, uh, I just think he's he's been he's been better, you know, the yeah. last few. He doesn't weeks, deserve to. to no, he doesn't. He doesn't deserve to be tarnished. You know, um, I think he's he's been sound enough to be honest with you. But um, so yeah, I think Sean is so Hamilton. Oshaniwa, Shaughnessy, mm-hmm. midfield. I'm going to throw a name out there. Alexandros Cholis. Well, I think we mentioned him when we were actually yeah. talking about the the, the banner 11. Um, it's, the fact, it's the fact they actually made a song about him. Yeah, we played it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we think, were duped as well. Totally. Uh, good, good player. I think um, he just wasn't arsed, really. You know, it's not as if he turned up and he was like you know, hilariously bad, he just wasn't born his arse, he would turn up and he would just stroll about the game, you know, yeah. he'd just play, it reminds me of Giroud's kind of, you know, uh, for Chelsea the now, um, his sort of attitude, he just turns up and he's just like, look how gorgeous I am, give me the ball, and then he's like, oh, I can't even be bored doing anything with it, so, <laughs> I suppose you could say that's quite banished, but I think mm. there's only, there's only one midfield maestro that, that you can, you can possibly put on the bench, and his name's Prince Buabin. Mm, but then we did talk about Prince Buabin. We also talked about Jamie Hamill. Well, he's, he, I think Buabin for me's got to be on the bench. He's got to be in the squad. He scored against Hibs. So what? So did Gary Glenn. So did Gordon Smith. <laughs> so did Christian Nadi. So did David Abua. What's your point? <laughs> They're all banter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So Buabin should make the cut. <laughs> so you know what? Buabin. Buabin. <laughs> I don't really think you can have any complaints about Big Prince being in there. Big Prince. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, listen, he was. Uh, I think I've I've uh, referred back to previous podcasts where I think I've I've made my feelings about Prince Buaben known. Um, I think you could have uh, yeah. h- him and Hamill really. So Buaben and Hamill. I think I think both of them for me. I think they deserve nope, nobody, place. Nobody left midfield, right midfield, or do we just go with one strike? Our wingers it? have always been alright, I suppose. Eh? I mean, they've, mm. we've never really had too many pish wingers. 
Uh, apart from some of the younger kids, I think that they were they were probably mm-hmm. there during the yeah yeah sort of the relegation season and things like. That. Or you can talk about the kid from Barcelona, um, Chowley was it Chowley? Oh my eye! Uh, we got on, well, sorry, he was on loan from Stoke, ah, yeah, but he yeah. had been at Barcelona recently. Yeah. Came ah. on against Motherwell. We beat them three 0 away from home, ah. and you thought well, this guy's good. I think he got three ah. assists, didn't he? Ah. Uh, assisted this my twice and um, and Chowley's as well. who we scored that <laughs> day, and then after that he was just anonymous. <laughs> and he was just he was absolutely brutal. Uh, it was like he'd been replaced by a shit twin. <laughs> it was just like, come on, I mean, I, I watched this guy. Off. I thought yeah. he was good. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you can make arguments for him, I think, in terms of wingers, but um, I think Hamon Buabin, I think it, w- it, w- it wouldn't be a banter team if, if those yeah, two weren't in were, weren't included yeah. in there, I think. And then on to strikers. So, what, um, what are we going for? I'll Is just it? throw a name out there. Craig Whiten. <laughs> Craig Whiten? Have you... I didn't see enough of Craig Whiten. Or did I think that's the point. Much? I think we've seen too much. <laughs> I, d- I completely agree with Sarah's choice there, Craig Whiten. Um, generally, you know, it's the fact that we paid two hundred grand for him. Yeah, we did pay a good fee. You for know, him, I mean, you you look at the strikers you could have bought. Could have could have got. Um, no, we sold Kyle Lafferty, right? And for all the strikers that were available out there, we thought mm, we'll buy somebody for Dundee that scored maybe two goals or something. And to, be f- to be fair, he did single-handedly relegate Dundee United. Not so. the whole league single-handedly <laughs> relegated Dundee United. Um, Craig Whiten, is, he was just... Yeah. John Sutton has to be in there. Um, I'm sorry, John Sutton was awful. Yeah, you, you really do have a vendetta against John well, Sutton, if, don't you? Well, if it wasn't for John Sutton, we would have won the League Cup against St Mirren. That's what you keep telling us. Everybody um, knows it. Yeah, to be fair, I think, uh, I think, yeah, I think, I think Sutton and and Whiten, um, you could definitely include Gary Glenn. Could you know he could definitely be in there. Um, I mean, the, the, I think the there's so many strikers that were huddy. I mean, David S- Vanacek. So that Vanacek could absolutely be in there. You know, I think we we discussed them last time, didn't we? We did. We did. Um, I think it's the the striking department's so hard because we've had so many shit houses. Christian. Um, yeah, well, Nadi, you know, I think. <laughs> I love Nadi because he's he scored his goals against Hibs and he but still continues to pop up and scores against them. Doesn't matter who he's playing for, he was scored against them for Wraith Rovers, yeah, Dumb Barton, fucking yeah. anybody he used to play for. Christian Nadi could probably play for another Lithgow Rose and still. He would, he, listen, score he 100% Hibs. would. Uh, it's every time they would sing the Nadi song and then you think, he, he came on, I think, against for Wraith or something and they started singing, you know, 10 men couldn't carry Nadi. And then he scored, and he just took his shirt off and stood in front of the East Stand, and he was so ripped. <laughs> I was like, yes, my mate. Um, <laughs> now, we'll have Nadi's fitness coach. I think so. Yeah, fitness yeah, coach. Fitness coach. <laughs> um, so, Sutton, Whiten, are, are we agreed? Is there any more that we c- any, any, any more we can add? I mean, listen, you could sit here all day talking about the amount of shite that we've had up front, you know. I mean, you could even include, you know, Hassanui, as you said the other week there. Um, yep. Dowda, you know, who came on loan. To, to be fair, I, I did we say this last week, though. Yeah. Dowda um, did score in our last minute pathology, so. Yeah, but... Um, what a man. I mean, all the kind of the, the strikers did score goals, but it doesn't take away from the fact that they were... They aren't banner. I mean, the only the only the only striker you can talk about probably over the last ten years that doesn't deserve to be included would be Kyle Lafferty, just because he was the only one that would really score goals. Yeah. Um. Everybody else is shite. 
Um, Zifu can all. Zifu done pretty well in Souths, yeah, alright, but yeah. apart from that, yeah. you know, we've, we've been had terrible strikers. So we all in agreement then? I Craig think Whiten. so. Craig Whiten and John Sun, I think. What would you, what would you think? Yeah, I think um, Vanacek just misses it. I think with him, it was more the the build-up to him coming um, and we'd waited so long for it and then he gets hooked and he's, was it his first game? He gets hooked in the first half, second yeah. game and I was just a bit like, hmm, okay, well. But yeah, that was... A that bit was partly Craig Levine's fault though. Yeah. I think he, he realised that he wasn't... Oh, Le- Levine 100% sold him out. He, he threw him under the bus, you know. Every every single press conference, Craig Levine would talk about David Vanish. I can't wait till he comes. Everything will be better when David comes. I'm just a, you know, I can't I can't wait for David to come. And then what happens? He's a flop. <laughs> David doesn't come. <laughs> hey, doesn't <he> come? <laughs> um, manager, now. And John McGlynn. And and you know, never won he a derby under him. Finest result at Anfield. No, he didn't. He. That was just a play. That was a fluke. great tactics. Listen, no, it wasn't fucking tactics. Um, he was playing against Brendan Rodgers but Craig Levine blinking ending Brendan Rodgers that tells you all you need to know about the myth that's Brendan Rodgers <laughs> um, he's only got Leicester out of fourth in the league but <laughs> right, no, well, they're making a good job of bottling that as well looking <laughs> half their team in my fantasy team looking no picking up points anyway um, yeah I mean listen for, for me I think it's a straight shootout and I know people talk about Cathro and disastrous run that, that Cathro had and all this shite but for me it's just McLennan and Levine it's got to be it's those two head to head, donkeys, both of them. Um, but the the only thing that separates them is Fatal Levine won derbies and McGlynn didn't. So there's there's no there's no call for Ian Cathro. I mean, come on, some of these comments were oh, very yeah, banner. Yeah, listen, he, very banner. If you you're thinking banner, but you team, you you blame the you people. The you blame manager. you blame the people who um, appointed Ian Cathro. In the but, first place, but, but he is the banner manager. I mean, after that Rafe Rovers game when he just completely lost his train of thought the, the whole um, Celtic if there was no goals it would be an even game well, obviously Ian because there's no goals it would be nil nil <laughs> you know I, I, I just people usually don't come up with these comments and the fact he tried to act all foreign when actually he's from Dundee ah you know yeah I mean he was an odd man oh 100% but again but who interviewed him and thought yeah, he's he's definitely the man to take us forward. I, th- I think we know who interviewed I'll, him. I'll tell you exactly who interviewed him and thought, well, this will be a good idea. But maybe that was part of his grand master plan but in it the could first have been, place it anyway. Could have been, yeah. I'll appoint a bin man to be the new manager and then eventually <laughs> and when buy a bin to man Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you can make so many arguments for Catherine, I know that, but I just think, I just think Levine... He did. John McGlynn as well. When when he <laughs> got the job, right? He, ah, just uh, John McGlynn, right? He, you know, he nearly got relegated with Wraith Rovers, and then ended up getting the hair job. But then the year before that, he nearly no, got didn't Wraith give Rovers me all up. that crap. Aye, and they bottled it. They made a yeah, complete yeah, arse of it. You're right, but they nearly got them up. Right? Yeah, but the Wraith fact Rovers. is, the next game season they nearly went down. Yeah, and, and yeah, he, he, he's given the hearts job. Oh, it was a joke. He's a good hearts man, John. He, no, he isn't. He's a good hearts man. He, he, no, I'm sorry, he wasn't. He, and he just, a even when he was caretaker manager, we used to lose to Hibs under him. Unbeaten in the league, turned up at Easter Road after, what, 13, 14 games. You know, this team was untouchable. He becomes temporary manager, and what happens? We could beat Easter Road. So, nah, not for me. Sarah, what's your opinion? John McGlynn, Craig Levine, or Ian Cathro? 
it's a toss-up between Craig Levine and Cathro for me. But oh, here we go. <laughs> but I mean, it's for me. It is. It's got to be Levine. Why? Why Levine? Why not? It's Craig Levine. <laughs> <laughs> Regrets? No, it's a good laugh, ain't it? I just love his whole natural order thing. You know what I mean? I think that just the fact they had that football club on toast. Uh, you know, we beat them. We beat yeah. them. Beat them for the first time in in ten games. And he, he's and do you know what? Everyone was thinking it as well. But yeah. he just, as fact, he sat there on his his press conference and they, and he just went, well, you know, I'm just I'm just glad to kind of restore the natural order of things. And people are like, what are you talking about? Well, what, 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 what's what's that supposed to mean? The hearts are meant to beat Hibs every time. Yes. That is the natural Craig order. Levine, Craig Levine is basically like everyone's dad, everyone's heart's dad. Do you know what I mean? It's just, well, it's I, just like, this is what happened. Well, I, I heard a story, right? And I mean, well, it might be true, it might not be. Um, but I heard that he came in steaming that night and was in trouble with his <laughs> wife and daughter <laughs> to spat the W because he came in steaming after we had beat him's 1-0 on the Scottish you know, Cup. That's such a dad thing to do. <laughs> well, listen, he wasn't the only one that came in steaming yeah, that well. night. <laughs> My Uber fine suggests <laughs> suggests that as well. That Uber uh, driver wasn't happy. Going no, he wasn't. But uh, it was uh, it was great. No, it was a good laugh. laugh. Yeah, ain't it? So plenty of banter moments from Craig Levine. Plenty from John McGlynn, and plenty from Ian Catherine. Do you know what? Do you, to be fair, I think I, I can I can kind of you know I can I think I can round it up here perfectly. Levine, director of football. Cathro manager, McGlynn assistant, good night. Um, I don't know. I just don't know. Do we have assistants in this? Do, well, I suppose we do make the rules. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I make the rules. Um, I, th- I think for all his appointments, Levine has to be director of football. I think some of the signings he made were terrible. And then his stint as manager and director of football was woeful, even though we got to a cup final. Um, Listen, he was sacked and he's still here. I mean, what does that tell you? But if we're going for assistance, Austin McPhee has to be there. Well, I mean, McPhee was was M- McPhee was assistant manager under Cathro and Levine. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's true. Um, and just for his hairstyle, I suppose. Eh? And his wedding suit whenever we play the game. <laughs> he was manager. <laughs> this is a good suit. He's a style icon. Everyone at weddings looks like that, though. Yeah, absolutely. He just looks like kind of the, the drunk best man, doesn't he? You know. <laughs> so, right, okay. I, I do get where you're coming from, though. I think, right, we'll put Levine as director of football. I think so, yeah. I think I think we'll give him director. John McGlynn, simply because, you know, it was pretty banter appointment, but in the Romanov era, we got to a cup final. I don't even think... I sacked I, him. Um, well, he deserved to be sacked. We're second bottom in the league. Very true. Although, I think if we got to that final... No, you, no, I don't think so. I think um, some things are just meant to be, unfortunately, and, and it's losing that cup final, which is one of them. But I think that the main thing for me was then he used to argue with the fans and everybody. Every, everyone wanted to see a four-four-two, two strikers up front, <laughs> and then and then we get beat, and he goes, "Well, I played the two strikers. What more do the fans want? <laughs> want you always, out for a start?" It was always the uh, it was always the, the the graphic the hearts put out as well. It was always a four three three, but actually everyone knew it was a four five one. Oh, 100 percent. He was. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what happens when you put a plumber in charge of a football team. So is Ian Cathro then John McGlynn's assistant, 
or do we just put? Let's just make Ian Cathal the ball boy because I think that's probably the best thing he was he was okay. useful for. So, just because that's all he's useful for, even though he's a good assistant manager, actually he'd be too good an assistant manager. Well, so he's he in the pre- listen. Boy. He's the only one that's technically employed um, in a football coaching role. John McGlynn's Wraith Rovers manager. Ah, but it's not a real job though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> How's it not a real job? It's not, is it? Um, so John McGlynn, because he's a plumber in charge. <laughs> um, Ian Catherine's ball boy. Craig Levine as director of football. Craig Levine and is just... Media uh, banter man. Actually, we could have him as media guy, you know. Yeah, he does yeah, interviews. Listen, Craig Levine could be the whole starting eleven, really, if you if if you want. If he, if he wanted to be, if that, he if he wanted to if be, Craig Levine yeah. wanted to come back out of retirement at Hearts and play. Listen, there's just no there, there's nothing more banter than when I think it was was it Celtic we played, uh, the that second day of the season we we won one 0 and every time like it was just him and Rogers walking on the park, you know, and Levine would just turn around and he would just clap all three three ends of Tyne Castle, and that's just the way the smugness of him. And then, you know, you're talking about a few months down the line, he just walks on, tries to do it again, and everybody's just standing there just going, <laughs> you. It all, it all <laughs> went, went wrong. Piss right. off. Um, right, okay, so we've picked the subs, got a director of football, a manager in John McGlynn, and a ball boy in Ian Catherine. <laughs> that commences our banter 11. We'll, we'll put it out for everyone to see. You can talk about it as much or as little as you want. Um, and yes, we have got Oshaniwa somewhere, so I'm glad we've got that for the fans. Anyway, with that, as the end of the show, end of our banter 11. Hopefully, um, you've enjoyed the show, and hopefully, Sarah, you've enjoyed your first stint. Yes, it's good. Thanks for having me. Um, Gordon, as ever, thank you. Yeah, thank two you, words, won't be back. <laughs> um, until next time, goodbye.